Welcome to Two Inches Off the Ground, my new podcast. Yay! If you came over from Two Enlightened Bitches, welcome and thank you. What does two inches off the ground mean? Being enlightened is just like the everyday experience, but two inches off the ground, says Zen master D.T. Suzuki. In this podcast, join the collective consciousness to raise your vibration and begin to live your life two inches off the ground. So that's where the name originated. I hope you like it. It's me, Jennifer, and I will have guests from time to time, but mostly it's just me. My podcast brand is Free Spirit Podcasts. You can always email me questions or comments at freespiritpodcasts, that's with an S, at gmail.com. And I'm working to convert our Instagram account to two inches off the ground. You can hear me live on Podbean every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I upload our episodes to our normal channels by Wednesday a.m. Uh, those normal channels, as you know, are Apple, Google, Podbean, Spotify, and a few others I'm waiting on approval. Lastly, I we didn't really receive many views on YouTube with the last podcast, so... I'd rather spend my budget elsewhere, maybe down the line. I'll go back to YouTube, but right now we are concentrating, or I am concentrating on other things. All right. Financial abundance and prosperity. That is our topic today. And it comes in as so timely because it's early December. We have the holidays upon us and we are still in COVID. So... With the listeners, I think you guys are at different ends of the spectrum, everywhere in between with financial abundance and prosperity. And that's why I think it's such a timely and important topic to really delve into and discuss in a metaphysical way. And I just want everyone to know this is an ongoing topic. It is so important to the human experience, to the 3D, and you're going to hear about the four-dimensional and five-dimensional experience as well and how it enhances that. All right, this is how it started for me recently. My metaphysical coach's name is Shni. She's amazing. She's someone I personally believe lives in the sixth or seventh dimension. She can leave human form. I know that's crazy, but she can. And she said to me on one of our first meetings, Jennifer, you are an excellent manifester. You are exceptional with the law of attraction. I remember being on Zoom and looking at her and saying, okay, you you have to be talking about someone else. I, I know you're not talking about me. And she said, no, spirit said you. You are exceptional at the law of attraction. I had to really think about this and I sat down and thought about what I feel I've manifested in a positive way from source. The first thing of course is my husband who I have a deep connection with and I love immensely. I love of course my family. I have a little fur family here. We have two dogs and by the way my dogs like to come in the room and record with me. So if you hear them from time to time, I apologize. But otherwise, they'll be standing outside this room just barking their heads off. So I hope you can relate to that. 
so they are here with me today. I have cows. For those of you that don't know, I'm, I'm very happy with my cows. I have my health, which in COVID and before COVID and after COVID, I'm, I'm very grateful for right now. I have manifested this farm, which is shocking to me because if you told me five, six years ago, even less, that I would be living on a farm in an area I absolutely love and I wouldn't even in my wildest dreams ever imagine living because I never thought I could get to this point. I really would have thought you were crazy. I would have said, no way. Again, I would have looked at you like I looked at Shanee and said, you know what? You're talking about someone else. I manifested a job that I liked for the most part. I did not love it, but it enabled me to save for the down payment for this farm. And I also met my husband through the job. So there you go. So that's all good. And the farm to me is a really big deal because five years ago, all I wanted to do was save a little bit of money, buy some property and plop a tiny home on there. And it was going to be me and my dog in a tiny home. And that was about it. So the fact that I have this farm and I have animals and, you know, the whole, the whole thing, I'm, I'm very grateful for it. And I wake up almost every day just pinching myself going, wow, this, this is my life. This is my reality. When I put this all together, I see what Schnee means. I understand where she's coming from, that somehow I was able from source to manifest this. I want to ask you right now, I'm going to give you a moment of silence. What have you manifested in a positive way from source? Go. At the very least, you have manifested being in this moment, listening to this podcast at the right time. I hope that I'm at least a voice of comfort for some. Maybe you'll find something helpful in this podcast today. Maybe you know everything and this is just a refresher for you. Maybe you need to hear it during COVID or the holiday season. Whatever it is, you have manifested being here in the right time with me. So that's a good thing. Today, I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of thoughts. And I'm just going to really go through my thoughts and pull them together. And I want you to see what resonates with you. And especially when we think about the holidays and buying a lot of gifts and buying a lot of things. And also in COVID when, you know, you may be thinking or your ego may be thinking that money is tight right now. I want you to come at this and listen to this with an open mind and see what you think. When I talk about myself in ego, ego meaning my identity, I say Jennifer. So I'll say Jennifer in the third person. You know, Jennifer is the person that was adopted from Columbia, grew up in New Jersey, went to school, et cetera, et cetera. That's Jennifer. 
That's my ego. That's my identity. My source self is how I'm talking to you now. And how do I know the difference? I will feel my Reiki attunements fire up in my hands when I'm talking as my source self, which I'm feeling right now. And I just know it. I know when I'm talking about Jennifer and ego versus source self. When, when you get the practice at it you, and you can separate the two, you really know it. I want to talk about the egoic idea of old beliefs and conditioning. Here's the thing. A lot of us, including Jennifer, have thought that all these old beliefs and conditionings that we grew up with, we're so far past it. We got over that 20 years ago. A lot of times the ego likes to attach and they become very deep rooted. I'll give you an example. Jennifer grew up in suburban New Jersey in the 1980s. You've heard me say this before. It was a very capitalist period, all about money. Jennifer's ego attached to her friend's parents who had the McMansions and one was a lawyer and one was a doctor and you know maybe one owned five car dealerships and they had again that McMansion and the two nice cars in the driveway and that's what Jennifer viewed as successful and that's where her beliefs and her conditionings began. And of course, you know, I think that I, I have it all under control now. I'm good. But then the ego rears its ugly head. And I realized that those old beliefs and conditioning is, are still in Jennifer. Jennifer still equates success with you can only make X amount of money or higher. So when Jennifer grew up and she wasn't making that amount of money. She did not see herself as successful. And she became very blocked in regard to money. The toughest part was her ego really attached to shame. She felt very ashamed around money because she never had enough of it or she felt that she never had enough of it. And that shame became part of Jennifer and part of her ego infrastructure. And once I was able to separate from Jennifer and realize that is my source self, I realized that a lot of this for Jennifer was sitting in her solar plexus chakra. How do I know that? Because I've had psychic Reiki done I do Reiki upon myself. I've had psychics tell me, and it's always an issue with the solar plexus chakra. There's always something there. It's never quite right. I've, I've gone and had, you know, other chakra balancing done and they say, okay, root chakra is good today. And then maybe it needs a, a little bit of help tomorrow or whatever, but the solar plexus is always something. And shame, shame attaches to the solar plexus chakra. That is where usually the shame sits. The interesting part of that is a lot of times people will tell you any financial issues are actually in the root chakra. And I agree, I'm not disagreeing with that point, but I think 
they can extend to other chakras depending on where your old beliefs and conditionings are sitting and how deeply rooted they are. What have I been doing to get rid of Jennifer's shame towards financial abundance and prosperity? I've been using lemon essential oil at night on the solar plexus. By the way, the solar plexus is two inches above your belly button, just in case anyone doesn't know that. I've also been doing a chakra balance meditation. It's free on YouTube and I am going to put that on and I'm going to put that in the show notes today. I have an app called Chakra Pro and it's the frequencies for the chakra and you can just isolate a frequency per chakra. So if I just want to concentrate on solar plexus, then I can listen to that frequency. That's, an, that's a nice thing. I really like that app, by the way. And I again, I'll put that in the show notes. I use citrine, yellow citrine, a crystal, and clear quartz, another crystal. Citrine is associated with the solar plexus, and clear quartz magnifies any stone you have. So I'll meditate with them. I also bought a 528 hertz tuning fork that clears out energy. And I was taught by these two amazing women I just took the self-love workshop from, and they were fantastic. And they are doing a workshop on manifesting in January. And I just talked to one of the women today. She said that they did a manifesting workshop last January. Every single participant manifested what they wanted and big things, not small little things. Oh, okay, I manifested a penny. No, it wasn't like that. <laughs> Uh, one woman manifested a huge move, for example. That's uh, Annie Bond and Sharon Johnston. And once they get the dates and the details for this manifesting workshop in January, I will definitely give them to you because I think I'm going to be doing it. I, I really like these two women and they are the real deal. All right. So I do all of these things and I will put them in the show notes to clear out Jennifer's shame. That's what I've been doing. And I've been having patience with the process because for me, I know it's not going to be a one-off deal. And it's something I've really been focusing on with love and patience. And also the self-love workshop helped a lot too because that brought a lot of love to that chakra. And I was very appreciative of that as well. That it's healing, it's slowly healing. And it may take me a little while to get rid of Jennifer's beliefs and conditioning, but I am putting effort into it and I think it's going to happen. I have positive things to say about this. Another aspect of financial abundance and prosperity that I had to really wrap my head around is that all money comes from source. And I mean that in all money that's manifested for the highest good comes from source, right? I'm not talking about anything low vibrational. I'm talking about when you receive money from a good place, okay? So I know that sounds as if it's an easy concept, but let's take Jennifer's, again, beliefs and conditioning. There was this concept in the 1980s and probably going into 90s that was infused into young women like myself 
that said, you can absolutely not live off your husband. You have to stand on your own two feet. You have to make your own way and make your own living. I think that's a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think the statements I'm making are actually pretty neutral. But Jennifer, or Jennifer's ego, Jennifer, she twisted it and turned it into shame and guilt. So when I got married and my husband has a decent job and COVID hit, most of our money is coming from my husband's job. Jennifer, attached to her old beliefs and conditioning of that, you know, that, that saying over and over from the 1980s and 90s of, okay, you're not making this money right now, so you should have shame. Even if, you know, my husband's making it, Jennifer has shame. I've been meditating on this concept and it's taking me some time to understand that money made for the highest good is all coming from source. Whether it comes from my husband's job, whether it comes from a lottery ticket, whether it comes from me selling an old piece of furniture, it's all coming from source. Whether it comes from receiving unemployment right now and pandemic unemployment benefits and also receiving possible stimulus help in the new year, that's all coming from source. And there's absolutely no shame to be wrapped around it. Jennifer is wrapping the shame around it. Source isn't. And that's something that I have been really embracing and understanding and trying to have gratitude for, trying to put gratitude around that and saying, thank you so much, Source, for providing for us during this difficult time instead of Jennifer attaching to that shame. So that's the second big concept that has awoken me. Money made from the highest good comes from source, no matter where it comes from. It's coming from source. All right, so of course we can't talk about this topic without talking about the law of attraction. I think everyone knows what the law of attraction is here. I'm pretty sure. I want to discuss the metaphysics behind it a little bit and where to get the metaphysics. People began to embrace the law of attraction with the movie The Secret, which came out in 2007. There's another movie that just came out this year, 2020, that was also The Secret from the same creator. I think these movies are a good, very basic understanding of The Secret, but I don't think they bring you to where you need to be if you really want that financial abundance and prosperity, if that is something that you are really seeking right now. Instead, I believe you have to dig a lot deeper. And one way to do that is Abraham Hicks. Abraham Hicks is 
Jerry and Esther Hicks. Jerry died several years ago. It's now his wife, Esther Hicks. And even though they don't like the word channel, because in their books they say, we don't channel, I'm just going to use that for all intents and purposes here. They channel a being named Abraham who explains to them the law of attraction and explains it to all of us. And if you hear them channel, it's actually very impressive. They don't skip over a word. You can tell it is 100% coming from source. Abraham Hicks has been around for a long time. They are very good at delving into the metaphysics of it and also breaking down concepts, which is what I love. They have a book, Ask, and it is given. The book, if you haven't read it, I would say definitely read it. Don't listen to it. Jerry Hicks in the audiobook, he reads very fast. It's very hard to keep up with him, I think because he may be channeling the book in. But I definitely would say take it, read it, dissect it. But even better, they have a podcast of 32 episodes on wherever you listen to podcasts. It's called Abraham Hicks, and it is excerpts from their conferences. So what happens is Esther Hicks will put someone in quote unquote the hot seat and answer their question. And she's really amazing just to listen to her at dissecting and pulling apart every aspect of this question and getting to the heart of it. And it's, it's things that we all want to know. It's, it's financial abundance and prosperity. It's, it's, it's law of attraction in general. It's very specific questions. It's a very impressive podcast because they broke it in to the people asking the questions and then, and then Esther Hicks giving the answer and how amazing and succinct she is. And it's broken into, I think each episode is 15 minutes and I will, of course, put it in the show notes. Also included in the podcast are Esther's rampages. And rampages are frenzies of energy to raise your vibration, to help you with the law of attraction. She has one in there for a morning meditation, a bedtime meditation, and just a general rampage. And that's pretty cool too. I do that a lot in the morning. The bedtime one is nice too to fall asleep. I highly recommend Abraham Hicks in this podcast because I really feel you can't go any higher to understanding the law of attraction and all the nuances behind it. So Abraham Hicks is the best thing you can do. Now, from Abraham Hicks to Lao Tzu, to Alan Watts, to Tony Robbins, to maybe even Jesus in the Bible, every single expert agrees, whatever you resist persists. It's not a foreign concept to any of you. I know that, I can feel that. But we all do it, right? Our ego attaches and then we resist and then it persists. And I will tell you this, I need to get this message out. You can know the law of attraction backwards, forwards, up and down, be its best friend, whatever you want. But if you still have those egoic 
old beliefs and conditioning in you and you have not dealt with them, all that law of attraction work is going to be thrown out the window. You need to dig deep first and see where any old beliefs and attachments are. And once you understand that, once you can get into that place and come from a non-judgmental place from source, you don't look at that old belief and attachment and judge and say, I wish I could have done this and I wish I could have done that and stop. And you don't know none of that. You want to come from source and say, okay, I'm going to take my yellow citrine and I'm going to take my clear quartz and I'm going to turn on my Chakra Pro app and I'm going to listen to solar plexus meditation. And that's how I'm going to handle it. That's what you do. So get out those old beliefs. Get out that conditioning. Once you do that, then you can open yourself. You can open your energy field. You can raise your vibration. Exactly what we want to do here, right? This exact podcast, what we want to do, raise your vibration. So you will be able to manifest anything you want in the law of attraction. All right. I'm going to give you an example that happened to me a couple weeks ago. My mom calls and she says, Jennifer, I found these great leggings, which shocks me because my mom doesn't wear leggings, but whatever. So apparently she found these great leggings. She said, they're warm, they're, they have pockets, they're, they're really nice for farm work. I said, okay, sounds great. She said, I'm going to order you a pair, look at the colors and let me know. So I ordered the pink. She said, great, it's going to be one of your birthday gifts. Okay, great. Sends me the pink pair of green leggings. I have to say, my mom, her intuition was on because they are the warmest, most comfortable, best pair of leggings I think I've ever had in my entire life. So I call her up and I tell her and I said, listen, I'll, I'll pay you the money. But I said, I'd like to get another pair of leggings. She said, no, no, I'll just add that to your birthday. And you're probably asking, why are you calling your mom to order leggings online. She is a member of Costco, I am not. So she has to order them. She, she makes me look at the, you know, the colors again. And I've, I look at the leggings and there's, there's the pink I've already ordered, there's gray and there's a mint green. And I order the gray. I say, oh, that's a nice color, I order the gray. She said, okay. After I put my order in, I think about it. And I say, you know, I'm really working on the heart chakra and the colors of the heart chakra are green and pink. And I really, I'm attracted to that green. And I wish, I wish I had those green leggings. I wish I could change my order. I text my mom, order's already in, but I don't say anything to her. I say, oh, I said, did you order those leggings? And she said, oh yeah, I'm, I was about to email you the receipt or whatever, email you the order confirmation. And I said, oh, okay, great. So I didn't say a word to my mom, just said thank you. Two weeks later, package comes, open it. There's gray leggings. Okay, that's nice. I keep reaching in the package. Guess what I pull out? A pair of green leggings. She had ordered them anyway, without me saying a word. I had thought about those green leggings over the couple weeks a few times, not anything obsessive, 
just thinking, wow, I really like that color. I really wish I could get those green leggings. And by the way, my mom's not someone that just orders me extra things. That's, that's not what she does. If I asked for gray leggings, she's the type of person, okay, you're going to get one pair of gray leggings. So the fact that she did that was pretty surprising. And I really think that's a small example of how I'm clearing out Jennifer's egoic attachments in the solar plexus and how I am opening. I'm opening to the law of attraction. And I don't want to talk about this in this episode because it's a completely another episode, but I'm also working on the heart chakra. And as I've been healing and clearing out that chakra, I am starting to communicate with my animals, which is a big deal for me because that is something that has been a real goal for me. And the fact that I can start to communicate with my animals and my dogs has been pretty much a lifelong dream. All right, so back, back, to, back to the money thing, the green leggings. So I urge you to try to take something small like that. Think about the green leggings. Just, just you know, think about something that you wish you could have and think about, oh, how it feels, you know, it's a really nice color and they're so soft and they're so warm and it would be cool to get these, not in an obsessive way. And then see what happens. See if you're open enough, if, if your vibration is raised enough, if your energy field is on that frequency of the law of attraction. See if you can attract something to you like the green leggings. Another aspect of financial abundance and prosperity, and let me tell you, Jennifer is the most impatient human being you will ever ever meet. I think the problem is I've never had kids and I feel like my friends with kids, they're so much more patient than I am. Even if they were impatient before kids, now they're the most patient people. So I I felt that Jennifer really never, you know, grew into that patience, but now I'm, I'm becoming a more patient person. But the law of attraction, you have to give it some time. You have to have patience, especially if it's something that the universe wants to give you in steps or the universe wants to give you over a long period of time for a reason. I don't know what that reason is and you won't know until it happens to you and maybe a while afterwards, but there's always a reason. For example, I am going to end this with my financial example and what I'm working on. But first, you know, I, I have to add this first. And, and I really want you to listen to Abraham Hicks and read their book and do whatever you have to do because they will explain this much better than I will. Whatever you order from the universe, whether it's green leggings, whether it's a million dollars, it's all on that same vibration and frequency. And if you attach, okay, green leggings is nothing. I can get that no problem. Or you attach, oh my God, I I ordered a million dollars. Well, that's too much. Now I'm going to go down to 900,000. Now I'm going to go down to 80,000. If it's just too big for you to wrap your mind around or you just put that egoic attachment around that order, then don't order that. 
If you, it's what you believe. So if you believe right now, you know what I believe? I can attract $50. Then it's $50 and that's fine. So I just, I, I want you to listen to Abraham Hicks because they're the ones who explain that best. But the orders should all be of the same weight on the same frequency. A non-financial example for me of that was when I was 36 and I was newly single, I had a friend sit me down and give me (laughs) the worst pep talk you can possibly give a person when they start dating. He said to me, "Uh, this isn't when you were 22 and you can just find people left and right. You're old now and you're not going to find anyone very easily. (laughs) It was like, it was the most effed up pep talk you could you could possibly give a person but he gave it to me and he really did have good intentions I see where he was coming from but it was so funny I never sold into that I never believed what he was saying I always felt you know what I'm fine I'm gonna meet people no problem it's not gonna be a task for me and guess what it wasn't because I didn't have any attachments or beliefs to it it wasn't and I attracted dates or boyfriends or whatever to me pretty easily. I mean, it wasn't, you know, I put some effort into it. I went online, I did this and that, but it happens. So that's an example of I didn't have, or Jennifer didn't have any of those attachments. And then I was able to just use the law of attraction to my advantage. My financial goal or my financial law of attraction goal is $100,000. I put out the order a few weeks ago. I said, I want to I wanna attract $100,000. You know, I just, that's, that's what I want. For some reason, well, I know the reason. The reason is because we're new to this house and we put a lot of money into this house and my husband built all these fences and there's just a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? When you move into a new house and it's a fixer-upper. So we have a lot of bills. And I just felt that 100000 was the right amount to pay off bills and get us in the place and to buy more things and yada, yada, yada. So far, from source, I've attracted 12000 of that 100000 Now, that's something that came from my husband, but it was unexpected. I did not know it was going to be that much money. I thought it was going to be a certain amount of money, but I had actually forgotten that he was going to receive that money until I found out, let's say, a week or two ago. When he received that money, I thought with gratitude, wow, that's amazing. There's 12000 of the 100000 I asked for. So I only have 88000 to go. And as this law of attraction keeps working for me, it, it will happen. I know it. It may take a little while, but we'll see how it all ends up and how it all manifests. But I thought that was pretty cool that that's something that just happened. And again, I didn't put that egoic attachment into it. I said, thank you, Source, for letting us be provided for during this time. And that was it. So until next time, clear out those old beliefs and manifest whatever you want. 
And I have to remind you, this is a new podcast. I ask if you like it, please review, subscribe, comment. That would help so much. And until next week, peace out.